This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 245, and you are with your high pressure country, Ray, going solo again. Hello, everybody. And uh, I thought I'd just drop this uh, episode in this week. Originally, was planning to have the the week off, I guess, uh, due to some, you know, certain circumstances and uh, just, just to have a bit of a rest, but... I could not let this opportunity slip, so I thought I'd get this one episode in. Uh, it's an idle chat, as you can see on, on the tin, uh, and it's all to do with the Moon Knight pricing guide. So uh, it was, you know, semi-popular when I did release an episode based on um, current market values for Moon Knight comics, so I thought I'd revisit it again, but also because it's quite relevant to, um, you'll hear... Very soon. Um, basically, uh, before I kick off, a big thank you, of course, to our sponsors, the Patroonies. A huge thank you to each and every one of you. Uh, thanks for keeping the lights on. Thanks for keeping this show chugging along and, and able to do stuff that I really wouldn't have thought we would have been able to do when we started, you know, around four years ago. So a big thanks to, to Daniel, Drew, Justin, Derek, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, Russell, and Michael. So a big thank you to each and every one, as I mentioned. Uh, of course, we do have some sponsors. Um, Drew Tombs, one of our Patronis, top-tier Patronis. Uh, his music is available on SoundCloud and on Bandcamp. So you can listen to Drew's music under the tag Tombs on SoundCloud and Lurk Music on Bandcamp. Really good stuff, some dance-inspired stuff, some horror and sci-fi soundscapes. Go check it out. Also, Daniel Doing, another top-tier Petruni, and his creation Fringe Night. Now, they're releasing their issue 5 very soon, and Daniel's doing some signings, uh, so go check out the Fringe Night website, um, the Facebook website for that. It's an indie Original comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Uh, fantastic stuff from Daniel, who also does cosplay and create the actual costume of Fringe Night. So, so yeah, I can't lord it enough. It's really cool. Uh, also, as well, Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore from Illinois. Uh, as mentioned, it's uh, now available just exclusively online, so go, go check it out for all your back issue needs. Now, also... The impetus, as I was kind of alluding to before, as to why I thought a price guy would be good, is that we have uh, brand new sponsors. Yay! So, um, just really proud to be associated with them. Uh, collectors.com, or as you probably see, CLZ Comics. Uh, they provide database, uh, abilities to create your own database of, of either comics, um, like books, uh, movies, you know, Blu-rays, uh, music, all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's it's really good. I think really important for for those comic book collectors and moonies that really like to catalogue and uh, keep a record um, of of their collection because you know it, it's becoming quite vast and and the majority of variants and such these days. Um, it's good to have a, an inventory of of what you have and and to be able to know where things sit. Now, how this connects with um, <clears throat> 
how this connects with this show, with this pricing guide, is that uh, CLZ, or collectors, um, they are in association with uh, a comic valuing, I guess, website. And their name is uh, is Go Collect. So, so you can basically look up the values of your comics, keep an eye on them, um, and you know if you're into that sort of thing, see how much um, you know your comic or your single single issue is worth. Uh, so, what I thought I'd do today is go through. I mean, it's too too vast to go through all of the Moonlight comics. I thought I might as well start from. Um, well, I was actually going to start on the latest and greatest, but that would be Jed McKay's technically, but then again would have a very short show. So I was planning on going through the Lemire and, uh, and Bemis run, um, officially the volume eight of Moon Knight, uh, and just go through, I guess, notable values there um, for you. Now, please bear in mind as well, there are two caveats to this. Uh, number one, there has been some technical difficulties with Go... Uh, go collect. Uh, sorry, I keep because I, I keep on thinking of them as go comics, but go collect. Uh, so their values update pretty much daily, but um, as as of this recording, uh, there's been a bit of a a, a stall in, in their updates. So these values reflect um, pretty much late September. So they're about a month out, but uh, from what I hear, they are very shortly going to update their system and re-release um, updated values so just keep that in mind and also as well uh, the values that I will give now you know don't don't start quitting your job and you know um, selling your car and stuff or whatever or, or going on holidays and, and splurging on massive investments uh, these values that I will give are based on uh, Number one, they're based on a slabbed version of the comic because that's what Go Collect um, base their values on, and it all depends on the grade. So I'm going to go for the, you know, near the top grade. I'm going to go for a 9.8 grading, which is kind of like near mint um, to find. It's not, it's not, you know, mint because I don't want to, I don't want to reach for perfection there. But say, let's say 9.8. So please take these values with a grain of salt. Uh, with regards to how good a condition your comic book is, and also the fact that if your comic books are raw as opposed to slabbed. So um, but anyway, I, th I still think that this would be a really good uh, indicator of where these valuable comics kind of lie. So uh, I have got CLZ Comics, the app on my phone now, and I'm going to go through it. And it's, again, it's a really great... Um, great database and a great app. So you can either use CLZ on your desktop, on your laptop or PC, or you can, you can subscribe to get the, the app, which I think most people get. Um, it's just very handy. Uh, you're able to scan barcodes of your, your weekly floppies as they come in and they automatically go into the system. Uh, you can uh, arrange and sort your, um, your inventory, your database with how, however you like. So for instance here, I've sorted out the Moon Knight Volume 8 by, by value. So I can go from the top value, you know, onwards. Um, you, you know, you can do a lot of things with this database. And, and again, it's really cool. I've actually used the tagging uh, option in the field to tag because uh, I'm going through my, um, my collection 
I've tagged, you know, whether things are bagged or boarded or both. Um, so you can do stuff like that. Uh, also, if you have many long boxes or short boxes, uh, you can mark them with a code and then you can actually add in into the database uh, which storage box a particular comic is. So it makes retrieval for comic books a lot easier, a lot more simple as well. Uh, and, and as I said, with a scanning um option it's it's really easy to to input all the data uh you can also as well manually input stuff if you need to uh there's there's that option too so there's plenty of options to actually uh, input into your database um and it's it's i don't know i find it quite fun to just kind of tweak tweak it and um what i also do is uh, when i do make an order or i do purchase something and i'm waiting for it to arrive you can mark it as on order so you know what's coming. Uh, you can keep a track of, you know, the hundreds of things that you may have ordered that are on its way and you can tick them off whether they actually have arrived or not. All that sort of stuff uh, to keep you right on top of your collection. So um, enough of the patented Ray Ramble. Um, we can get straight into it. So, uh, okay, so Volume 8 for Moon Knight. So this is a co combination of the Bemis run and uh, the Lemire run for some reason because they typically give a new volume for a new writer right and there was a little bit of a break between Lemire and Max Bemis but uh, for some reason they are under the one official volume so volume 8 it is uh, so starting from the top what I have as the most valuable Moon Knight comic uh, at 9.8 at going in about 525 US dollars these will be all US dollars is the um, the 200 issue 200 variant um, <clears throat> pardon me now this was quite hard I think and I think some of them may be one of those uh, either incentive or you know there's a ratio comics which are quite hard to get and not all LCSs can qualify for it because it all depends on how much they order um, that they're able to get these incentive comics but this one uh, coming in at the top of 525 bucks is uh, the Incentive Bill Sienkiewicz remastered sketch variant cover of issue 200. So you'll probably note it is, from memory, it is one of the splash pages from Moon Knight Volume 1, issue 5, um, that kind of horror-driven one. And it, it's Moon Knight on top of a house as he kind of looks down below at some kids. I think you're about to prank the house. Uh, that's all in black and white. Uh, it's, a, it's an original Bill Sienkiewicz uh, piece of artwork from Volume 1. So that comes in, yeah, uh, 525 buckaroos. Um, I won't go through all the variants because we all know that there are 30-odd thousand gazillion variants out there. But I will I will mark the ones of note. You know, I'm going through at least the, yeah, the top 10, whether they are variants or not. Uh, the second one, which I'm very happy about because uh, I... I'm glad to have, you know, have nabbed one when they did come out, is uh, issue 188. So it was the very first issue of the Max Bemis run. It was variation, um, variant, sorry, D. Uh, and that was the incentive, um, the Daniel Warren Johnson variant cover. So that comes out at 500 US dollars. Uh, and that, for those of you that don't know, that had a picture of Moon Knight, um, I guess he's kind of, stumbling through some flames and he's got a huge flame or some fire just coming off his back 
Um, so that has increased in value. I'm not sure why that one in particular, maybe the number of print run, uh, prints for it, but 500 it comes in at number two, the second highest of the, um, the volume eight of Moon Knight. Um, third, we get, again, it's, it's issue 200 again, but it's variant D as well. And this comes in at $400. Uh, this is, uh, Similar to the top one, it's the uh, Bill Sienkiewicz remastered, but it's a color variant of the cover. So it's a color variant of um, what I described before, Moon Knight Volume 1, Issue 5, that shot of Moon Knight um, kind of looking down on the kids uh, from the top of a spooky house. So 400 bucks, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. And again, just a reminder, so this is all for Slabbed um, at 98 uh, grading so um it you know probably a bit less if you if you got it raw and uh if you've got a few ticks down the spine or some some crease marks or some foxing which i've heard about which is that that bit where kind of looks like molding like you start to get spots on your comics uh so anything like that will obviously downgrade the uh the quality or the grade of the comic book uh next up at two, there's a bit of a dip there, 240 bucks, but still nothing to, to shy away at. Uh, we're looking at uh, issue one, and it's uh, it's variant B. So uh, this one, I'm just having a quick look. Yeah, this was issue one. So this is the yeah the Lemire run, um, but this is the variant Ricardo Lopez Ortiz. This is the Marvel hip hop cover. So this was released uh, April 2016. Yep, so this is the, the Lemire Smallwood uh, variant. 240 bucks. Uh, it's a one that um, you'll see. And uh, having, again, having the knowledge and the input now from valued Looney Lena, uh, I, I just look at the cover. The cover, it says schizophrenic at the top, and it's got Moon Knight, um, his face, just underneath. So, again... If we're talking about dispelling myths and uh, understanding of DID, uh, this one very much has missed the mark, but it's still a pretty cool cover, mainly black, and notable as well that the Moon Knight logo is just sparingly, like, in some very generic font on the top left. I, I'm, dare I say it's Ariel? I don't know, but uh, it really does make the the, uh, the cover stand out. So that was it, 240 bucks for Moon Knight 1, uh, the B variant. Now we move on again to uh, the next one down the ranks, $230. Uh, this is, again, the number one Bemis issue. It's 188 it's variant F. Uh, and this is, uh, for all intents, um, oh, okay, it's 230 bucks. I thought it was a lenticular. I don't think it is. Uh, it is the... So it's a famous... Uh, not famous. It's the uh, well-known, you probably would know it, Looney's the special oversized issue. Uh, it pays homage to uh, Moon Knight 25 from Volume 1 with Black Spectre behind Moon Knight. Uh, but I think this variant uh, is distinguished with the blue Moon Knight logo as opposed to the white one. Um, and it's a second printing, actually. There you go. It's actually the second printing of 188 that it has shot up. Um, yeah. So I'm assuming that is just the straight-out second printing of 188. 
Uh, so 230 bucks there. It just pays if you if you do you know if you are into these values, um, it, it does pay to look at your second and third printings. So there you go, uh, 230 bucks for that one. Uh, moving on, we go down to again Moon Knight 195. Uh, so this is the variant Deadpool Virgin cover. So, uh, oh yeah, so this is the actual, the Virgin cover, so this is without the titles or anything like that. Um, damn, I thought I had this one, but I don't have the Virgin, Virgin cover. Uh, this is 200 bucks. Um, and again, just for those that want a description, it's kind of like Moon Knight. Um, he, uh, well, he, um, he's being held back by some zombies or something, it seems. Uh, so it says here Becky Cloonan as a the cover artist. I'm not too sure that was Blackie, Becky Cloonan. I I have a feeling that might be Greg Smallwood, but anyway, there you go. Uh, yeah, so that's two hundred. Uh, I'm a bit dubious about about that. Anyway, <laughs> two hundred bucks for that one. The Virgin Virgin cover of the variant Deadpool. Uh, so what are we up to now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So coming in at the seventh highest is, um, I'm sure a lot of you have it, is issue one of Moon Knight by Jeff Lemire, Greg Smallwood, just the, the regular edition. Um, and that comes in at $140. So uh, they might be hard to come by these days. I've seen them floating around, potentially. I think some seen some of them in some Facebook marketplaces and um, and I think on eBay. But yeah, I mean, 140 bucks for a slab 9.8. Uh, it's jumping up there in price, and uh, below that as well, uh, not too far off at 120 dollars, is the the Bemis issue one, which is 188A, which was when they changed the numbering, the whole legacy thing. Uh, so part one of Crazy Runs in the Family, uh, the the cover with Moon Knight um, kind of holding onto a a water tower. Uh, with the eye of the Sun King or, or Amun Ra, um, it's pretty much Amun Ra's eye, I think. Uh, looking at him, a blazing eye. It's 120 bucks. Uh, so that's not long ago. That was November 2017. Uh, okay, and there's yeah, there's there's a fair few here. Um, we also have, again, it jumps up to the 200th issue, so the last issue of Max Bemis, but it's a variant B cover. Um, this is 110 uh, US dollars, and it's the Kevin Nolan variant cover. So a bit hard to describe. Moon Knight's just um, jumping off a rooftop. His cape is flowing down. Yeah. Um, anyway, Kevin Nolan. Have a, Check out that. Um, again, that's for the last issue. Uh, I don't think I, I picked up that one, which is a shame. Anyway, there you go. Um, also, as well, next up we have Moon Knight issue one, but it's the C variant. That comes at, at $100. That's a Marco Rudy variant. So uh, this is a little bit more distinguishable. Uh, Welcome to New Egypt Part 1. Uh, Moon Knight, the, the logo's in red. Uh, there's Moon Knight. He's kind of covered in bed sheets, uh, but he's shouting and he's trying to rip it off, and he's got blood here and there. So yeah, that's a hundred bucks. Uh, that's the yeah again number one from Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood. That cover. So you can see a lot of variants. Obviously, 
garner a lot of um, value or they rise in value, particularly if they are, I guess, incentives um, or is that what you call them, incentives, the ones that are ratioed, you know, um, one to a hundred, whatever. I mean, that would be quite quite expensive. Um, here's one that I... So now we've dropped past the triple figures, so it's down to 85 US, uh, which is still pretty good. Uh, this is, again, issue 200, again, it's a variant. It's the David Finch variant of uh, that 200th issue. So... That's a good one. You probably note that this is the cover to the um, the alternate cover to the Omnibus Volume One, uh, the David Finch one. So eighty five there um, again, issue two hundred, uh, and oh, we've got a run of issue two hundreds here. So the next one down again, eighty five dollars. It's the F variant. A minute, another eighty five bucks. It's the Scan variant. To be honest, I don't think I've ever seen this one. I didn't really pay much attention to the, the 200th issue variants. Sometimes there were just well, too many. Uh, but this is a good one. This is, uh, it's got Moon Knight on top of what looks like a, an old Incan. Oh no, I'd say it's an Egyptian one. It looks like, um, like Horus, uh, the, the, the eagle face, I think. Um, yes. Well, that could even be Ra. Not too sure, but Moon Knight is on top of this giant statue, so that's a scan variant eighty-five. Also, as well, uh, dipping down a little bit to eighty as the two hundredth. Uh, I know I got this one. This is the Philip. Yep, the incentive Philip Tan variant cover. Uh, so eighty bucks. That's uh, that's pretty good, pretty cool investment. Um, and then we go to another eighty. Oh, there's a, a few eighty bucks here. Uh, eighty dollars. Uh, the issue one hundred eighty nine, the regular edition. So that's part two, obviously, of Bemis's run. I think it introduces the truth. Um, and also uh, at eighty dollars, coming in is the variant to issue fourteen, the last of Jeff Lemire's uh, run. And this is the Pasquale Ferry variant cover. So mo- most <clears throat> notably, it has kind of like a violet color. Um, predominantly on the cover. So 80 bucks, that's pretty cool. I picked up that one, that was good. Um, and then it drops down to $65. Uh, and this is just your standard 200 issue of Moon Knight by Max Bemis. And again, a little bit of a, a proud name drop. Um, that is where you can see the High Priest of Conchu there. So Rebecca, Connor and myself um gracious enough for, for for Max Bemis to include us in there as well as all of you guys all the loonies um he actually pay, pays homage to to all the loonies by having like a loony army um for those that have not read 200 IPA haven't go check it out just for that <laughs> uh so that's at 65 um down to $60 now there's a, a a couple here and they are both from the Jeff Lemire run uh this the first one is issue 6 variant C it's a, a classic, uh, it's an incentive classic variant cover. Um, for me, it looks like cover artist, it says Bob Hall. Okay. I got vibes of Mark Bagley, but um, so 60 bucks is pretty good. And another one, uh, issue one again, but it's the D variant. It's a John Tyler Christopher action figure cover, and it has Mr. Knight on there. So again, 60 bucks, pretty cool. Uh, as we move on $50. Now, again, this is a another printing, the third printing of issue one of the Greg Smallwood um, and Jeff Lemire run. 
so notably, uh, the the logo of Moon Knight and issue one, number one, is is coloured green, um, but it still has the t- the typical cover of Mark Spector in uh, in a straight jacket and with the rags on his face. Uh, Fifty bucks there for the third printing. So the next one we have here, yes, is a very familiar one. It's Moon Knight. It's a one eighty eight. It's the variant lenticular homage cover. So it's a lenticular cover. Uh, I'm, I'm sure some of you know uh, with the Bill Sienkiewicz cover of Black Spectre and Moon Knight. Uh, so this had that really flashy 90-esque gimmick cover. Uh, that's gone up to 44 bucks as well, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and sticking to 44 bucks, uh, the second printing of Moon Knight 1 by Lemire and Smallwood. Uh, most notably, again, the font and the lettering is in blue um, with Moon Knight in a straight jacket at 44 bucks. Uh, then we go, haven't got too much left now, actually. Uh, then we go down to $42. Uh, this is 188 again, the Max Bemis. This is variant E. So it it is the John Tyler Christopher trading card cover. Uh, so as mentioned, he did one for Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood, their run with the action figure. This is just the trading card cover. 42 bucks, um, which is pretty cool. I think I got that one too. That's good. Um, and now, it seems like it's been a while since we've had just like regular like non-variants. $40 for Jeff Lemire, Greg Smallwood's issue 3. So that has like a zombie in bandages just screaming. So that's um, that's racked up $40. Uh, then we go... Yeah, these are just regular issues. Then we go to issue 198 of the Bemis run at $32. So that's the one with Moon Knight, and uh, in the background, it's almost like a maze behind him. Uh, you could argue maybe brain-like, uh, more more of a maze. Uh, and then $30 is issue 194. Uh, that has the the cover by... It's Becky Cloonan, I think it says as well. Yeah, but the interior art by Ty Templeton. Uh, this was the one that explored Mark's uh, childhood and DID and um, and his father and the implications of meeting up with Uncle Ernst. Um, a pretty heavy issue, that one. Uh, issue 199, the second, the penultimate to Bemis's run, $24. Uh, that's got like a Cthulhu-type creature uh, behind a bridge and Moon Knight in the foreground. Uh, and a couple more here, issue 13 from the Bemis run, the second last one, again, the penultimate issue, $22, Bushman's face, just there. And uh, and uh, this is the one I have. Um, and rounding out the values so far, uh, it's Moon Knight issue 195B. It's a variant, it's a Greg Smallwood Deadpool cover. So this is the one that I do have, it's at $16. It's not the Virgin cover, which was a lot more... But uh, yeah, uh, this one rounds out actually the current uh, valued comics from volume eight. So all the others that I have here um, that are being graded, they do not have a value set upon to uh, upon them. Uh, like I said, this uh, Go Collect unfortunately had stalled uh, late September. Uh, they've had some technical glitch, so hopefully that's been rectified. Uh, and some of these values may reflect differently after that, as well as some of the issues that I haven't mentioned may, of course, uh, be now input into the system. So there you go, loonies. 
that is our price guide for volume 8. Now, I'm hoping to sporadically add in uh, other volumes because I'm sure you may be interested. But do yourself a favor. Go check out. I think you can trial it. Go check out CLZ or collectors.com, uh, CLZ Comics. Uh, and just for very as a very small amount per month, uh, I think it equates to maybe a a dollar fifty US a month. Uh, you can grab the the app and you can have it on your phone. You can start building your database. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I'll, hopefully I'll be able to in future episodes just cover some of the other volumes and maybe some other noteworthy Moon Knight appearances. Um, so yeah. Uh, I might take a short break now, and when I come back, just wrap up the show just with a little bit of news, like there's not much, uh, and for what lies ahead in the coming episodes. So catch you then. Hey there, everyone. I'd like to tell you about the YouTube channel I Am Your Target Demographic. If you're a fan of comics, we have plenty that you'll enjoy over there, including a series called Heroes Like Us that explores comic characters of all sorts of different identities. And we even have a series that defines words that are used in nerd culture that you may not know what they mean. So you can check us out by heading to YouTube and searching I Am Your Target Demographic or look up IAYTD on any social media outlet. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 245. You're with Ray. Hello, and uh, yeah, that, as mentioned at the end of that, the other side of that break, that was our price guide for Moon Knight Volume 8. Hopefully we'll do a few more, uh, you know, when we can fit them in. Uh, in a bit of a reverse kind of order now, just going through a little bit of white noise before we cap off the show. Uh, look, there not too much by way of uh, of news. Uh, one bit here I got, uh, thanks to High Pressure Conchu, Rebecca, uh, solicits for Moon Knight 7, so by Jed McKay. Uh, we have art by Federico Sabatini. So Alessandro Cabuccio um, has got the day off in this issue. Um, and the cover by Corey Smith. And there's a variant cover by Raza as well. Uh, so it looks pretty cool. Uh, again, we're shooting way in front of what we know so far. Uh, we're only up to, what, issue 3? Uh, issue 4 coming out next week. But issue 7... I'm, assume, I'm assuming it's a the new arc. Um, it says, How do you fight someone that no one knows? Moon Knight is out for blood and hits the streets armed only with a name, but he soon finds out that in the twilight half-world of New York's super villainy, sometimes the street hits back. And while he's fighting his way through the super crime underworld, he'd better watch his back. So yeah, and it's got a, a nice cover actually of Mr. Knight. Uh, he's surrounded by villains. It looks like he's actually in the bar with no name. Um, the the villain bar, uh, and you've got Pace Pot Pete there, you've got Electro, again, very spider-centric here, I wonder, Jack O'Lantern, uh, you have um, Man Bull as well, uh, and a few others, it looks like the Wrecker in the foreground, just from the crowbar, and Moon Knight right in the middle of it, so yeah, very exciting stuff, uh, we'll see what that, in you know, what unfolds there, but as mentioned, uh, we've got to we've got to see what happens in the first arc as well. Looking very for looking very much sorry, looking forward to Tigra and Moon Knight teaming up in issue four. Right. Well, uh, apart from that, some night lines. I am just going to shift across. I'm doing this all on the phone 
Isn't that professional, Ray? Uh, and we did get a comment on the Instagram uh, based on our previous episode, 244, where Justin and I reviewed Marvel Fanfare 39. And this is a comment from Make Mine Moon Knight on Instagram. And he says, It was alright, I enjoyed it, but not a favourite. Like the fanfare feature where he deals with the earth, uh, like the fanfare feature where he deals with the earth elemental spirit. It has its moments. But overall, they don't really rank high for me. This issue of fanfare was sitting in one of my old LCSs for, for years. And because I'm not that into Hawkeye and the front cover isn't one of my favourites, I never bothered with it. Uh, then I saw it was the same issue from a list of Moon Knight appearances for Fanfare, so I finally picked it up and then was surprised with the awesome back cover featuring Moon Knight. Yeah, with the uh, like the burlesque kind of lights and the city lights. Uh, that's how I keep it bagged too. Um, back cover shown off. Yeah, thank you, mate, my Moon Knight. I would expect no less from any loonies. Uh, that is the front cover, <laughs> let's face it, uh, for any Moon Knight fan. Uh, but thank you so much for your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it was a, a small story, a short story, um, it's really not going to leave a lasting imprint on on the minds, um, especially with that brevity. But um, you know, I thought it was a fun one. But I agree with you. It, it's you know, it was an average tale. Um, but I'm glad I read it. I guess uh, that I think would wrap up the the comments. I'm just going to have a quick. If you bear with me, loonies. <laughs> Got a bit of Thundercats happening there. If you bear with me, um, we I might just quickly have a look here. Mm. Oh, actually, I wouldn't mind reading this out. This is quite um, this is quite something from uh, from Lena, one of our loonies, and uh, and they write in. For those that don't know, Lena's part of a DRD system. Uh, we have a few loonies who are parts of uh, DID systems. Uh, and Lena writes in a pretty cool thought. So they go, hey loonies, Lena here again. I just wanted to share something I've been thinking about that isn't really directly, directly Moonlight related, but sort of tangentially. I was listening to an older episode of ITK earlier today, and Ray and Anthony Sitko were talking about the, at the time recently announced, casting of Tatiana Maslany as She-Hulk. Anthony was saying that he hadn't seen her previous show, Orphan Black, and Ray had only seen part of it. That got me thinking about that show again, so I thought I would share my take on it. Sort of kind of spoilers for Orphan Black ahead. <laughs> I still haven't watched all of the final season, but I've seen most of the series, and I find it amazing how much the relationships of the clone sisters on the show remind me of a DID system. The shock of finding out their life was a lie, they weren't normal people, they were clones. This felt very much like the shock that Doug and I felt when we first discovered that we had more than one identity in our body. Uh, having to keep the fact that there were clones a secret from all but a few trusted friends and family, having to sometimes impersonate each other, again, these are things that we, as a DID system, can definitely relate to. The entire series felt like DID turned inside out. Multiple copies of one body rather than multiple identities within one body. The clone sisters sometimes disagreed with each other, but yet had a closeness that was somehow different than any other friend or family relationship. I can't fully explain it, but somehow that show felt like it captured the experience of being part of a DID system better than any other shows and movies that are actually about DID. So that's my two cents on that. 
feel free to comment if you want to discuss more about it. Thank you so much there, Lena. Um, interesting. I really want to go back and finish Orphan Black, but you make uh, very interesting comparisons between DID and and the clones. Um, so, yeah, loonies, let us know what you think uh, from Lena's comments. Uh, have you seen it as well? What do you think of Orphan Black? Do you see any correlation? Or how do you see uh, the clones portrayed, um, you know, similar to, to DID in that regard? Uh, finally, look, I'm just going to have a look here um, on YouTube. And here we go. Uh, we've got one again from CMK7. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Thank you, Chris. And this is on our previous episode, 244, again on Marvel Fanfare 39. And Chris says, well, blimey, I had no idea this Moon Knight story even existed. Although the story and this gimmick seem somehow familiar to me. Anyway, amazing coverage as usual, bringing the attention to this tucked away Moon Knight appearance in the pages of Marvel Fanfare. Thank you very much, Chris, and I know you are a huge fan of Justin and his bourbon voice. Um, so yeah, Justin and I had so much fun chatting about uh, that issue. Uh, also as well, uh, CMK7 sent in some comments on episode 243, which was about unsung Moon Knight artists. Again, Justin and I covered some artists that we thought were really cool um, that don't get enough praise because, let's face it, there are plenty of really cool Moon Knight artists. Anyway, CMK7, a.k.a. Chris, says, Great job bringing attention to these less-talked-about Moon Knight artists. Fantastic picks. I had to Google a few of the names, but soon as I saw their work, the fond memories of their respective runs came flooding back. I agree. Sal Voluto's and Chris Warner's art on Moon Knight, uh, I feel, is criminally underrated. Also underrated. Yes, Inhumanoids. I love that show as a kid. Uh, thank you so much, Chris. Uh, it seems that like uh, Justin has has uh, hit a. Um, a sweet spot there for you with Inhumanoids. Unfortunately, I can't remember that show. Uh, it may have passed me by, but um, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. So thank you so much, Chris. Uh, a quick scour here to see if there were any other ones. Um, no, I think that is about it. Um, oh, hang on. There is two... Episode 242. Uh, this was Justin and I's review on the Punisher Annual number two. Uh, and CMK7 Chris, yes, he's in again. And he says, Great and fun review of this classic issue. As wise as owls are supposed to be, which is certainly true in Justin's case, Ray proved to be the wise one this time in making Justin the owl read the bare bones with those velvety pipes. My ears are in your debt. <laughs> I always enjoy these crossovers with Frank Castle, and since it happens fairly regularly, when do you think the next one will be? Unless there has been one recently that I'm not aware of. Yeah, that's an interesting question, Chris. Um, the last one I can think of was from the Matt Rosenberg Punisher series, uh, which has been, I guess, shown a lot around on social media uh, it's really just with Frank and Mark looking each other dead in the eye and exchanging sledges. Um, you know, Mark saying, yeah, how's a dead family? And Frank going, yeah, how's that God going for you? That sort of stuff. Um, so huge animosity between the two. As for when the next one will be, I, 
I really, yeah, I can't tell. I'm hoping there'd be like a new Punisher series. There hasn't been one for a while. Um, having said that, though, I I didn't read all of the Rosenberg run. I read most of it. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I don't think we'll see one in the Jed McKay run. Although anything's possible. I mean, he's mentioned they've written up to twelve, and Touchwood, they get a few more arcs under their belt. Uh, but yeah, potentially Jed McKay's. Other than that, I'm gonna predict uh, whenever there's another Punisher uh, series out because Moon Knight will have had the TV show. His profile would have been upped. And I reckon um, to boost the Punisher sales as well, they'll probably get Moon Knight in there uh, because his profile has lifted, let's face it. Anyway, that is about it from uh, all sorts of feedback and news. Thank you so much, everyone, for for dropping in some lines. Um, Please, as mentioned, look, it's never too late. Um, We do record some of these episodes a bit earlier on, so... Uh, we don't get your comments in until after we record the reviews, but uh, it, it's it's so fun to hear from you still and, and to um, be able to read them out in like future episodes, episodes that come in after those reviews. So please keep them coming. Um, we really enjoy them a lot. Well, that pretty much wraps it for this episode. Uh, thank you so much. I um, hope you found it useful, the price guides. Let us know what you think. Do you want more of them if they are, um, if you know, are they worth listening to? Or, you know, if it's like listening to an accountant, if, if it's as dry as watching paint dry, let us know as well. Uh, always keen to chop and change and, and improve the show in any way we can. As mentioned, uh, please consider becoming a Patreon member. You can or see all the details on patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. Uh, we have bonus episodes coming out every month. Uh, this month we had uh, I had a discussion with Phil from Capes and Lunatics and we did Moon Knight number ones. We went through all the number ones from Moon Knight uh, from 75, 1975 onwards. Uh, also, as mentioned at the top of the show, a big thank you to CLZ or collectors.com. Uh, go check out CLZ Comics or join their Facebook group. Just check out collect uh, CLZ Comics on Facebook. Just search that, and you can find them. Um, and also, just check out the the website collectors.com. Uh, fantastic stuff. Get your comics in order. Get your trades in order. Get your, you can actually create any collections you want. So, I've got two. I've got my digital collection, and I've got my regular collection. And I might even separate my trades and omnis now from my floppies. Um, but you know, the sky's the limit. It's up to you. Uh, also as well, Fringe Night, if you can support Daniel at patreon.com slash fringenight27. Uh, again, his issue 5 is coming out soon. Uh, there's a lot of bonus incentives as well, free free art, um, you know, behind the scenes looks, uh, stuff like that. Uh, so go check out Fringe Night. And Drew Tombs, so Tombs with a Z uh, on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash tombs. Uh, is where Drew produces a lot of dance music. Go check it out, and you can support him there. Also, you can purchase some of his music as Lurk Music. Lurk Music with a CK, and that's at lurkmusic.bandcamp.com. So you can uh, buy his discography. It's fantastic. I heard from Drew that they're in the studio again. They're recording and creating more music. Um, Can't wait to to hear that, and can't wait to have Drew back on the show uh, whenever we can make that work, hopefully. And um and Dreamland Comics, as mentioned, it's, it's online, but if you use the code MOON, you'll get 20% off. 
uh, all their stores. So great sponsors, um, very appreciative from ITK, from us over here. Um, but please go check them all out, listeners. Uh, finally, we are part of the collective. Um, you've probably heard this before. There's a whole heap of podcasts, all similar minded. Uh, we like to talk about comic book characters or comic books or geek culture. Um, comic news, that sort of thing. Uh, go check it out. I'm going to give a couple of shout outs to, uh, I will say Happiness in Darkness again. It's a superhero comic book movie podcast, all reviewing movies based on comic books, uh, as well as, um, I'll go for DCAU, the DC Animated Universe podcast hosted by Alan and One High Priest Rebecca. Definitely worth checking out. Um, also as well, there's been a restructure, rebranding of Capes and Lunatics. Go check out all their stuff. Capes and Lunatics is now Marvel and Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks is now all exclusively DC. Um, take your pick. Finally, you can email us at feedback at itkmoonlight.com. We've got a website, itkmoonlight.com and we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal, all that pizzazz. Um, I, do want to say if you do want to leave a review please do so on podchaser or apple podcasts that really just helps us get out there a bit more and come on let's get the ball rolling um you know with a show coming out soon with an awesome comic book series out at the moment um it'd be great to to meet and greet more moony loonies out there um and hopefully they can be directed towards the show because uh, we are fully dedicated to you know, broadcasting anything Moon Knight related. Um, having said that, Loonies, thank you once again, uh, as always, and hope to see you next week. Oh, yeah, next phase. Uh, we'll be doing an Understanding DID Part 3 with um, with High Prisaconchu Rebecca returning, and we've got another article from Lena, so can't wait to go through that um, and to learn more about DID uh, and learn a bit more about your Moon Knight. But until then, as always... May Conchi watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.